This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to that Mill podcast. I hope you're doing well. My name's Omar. Joining me today to my left-hand side is Kai Bennett. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all good. A bit of an interesting show to talk about tonight. Um, this will be going out on Thursday morning. A lot could develop in that time. Uh, but we'll t- save that for a second because we're going to bring in also Joe Zampa. Hello, guys. You all right? Hiya. How you doing? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one for you. You got it right as well. I normally say that. No, you're going away. But welcome to the show, guys. Um, if you're new around here, be sure to like the video, subscribe if you're new. If you're listening on audio, be sure to follow and subscribe. Uh, check us out on socials at that mill pods. We normally do parts, but I think we'll go straight into it today. The show title says it all. Could Mill be managerless before the weekend's game on Saturday away to Bristol City? News emerging today, tonight, as we're recording. Sky Sports have jumped on it since, and short, uh, the odds are shortening and shortening. Gary Rowett is of interest to West Bromwich Albion. Wow. wow. Um, I think we was probably going to do a show talking about, you know, how we feel about the recent form and obviously about Saturday's game coming up. I just think we're going to talk about this one topic all show, guys. And I the think script, the script's been ripped up, isn't it? Omar? It's literally been ripped to pieces. We're going to go through it. Um, Kai, Gary Rowett is of interest to West Bromwich Albion, as reported by Sky Sports News tonight. The, the odds for the manager, I checked it at work today. It was 22 to 1 at half time, uh, half time at lunchtime today for him to be the next West Brom manager. By 6 p.m., he was 3 to 1, and he's currently evens to become the next West Brom manager. Thoughts and feelings about that one, Kai? It's crazy, isn't it? How quickly they've they've changed. Um, obviously, as you, we, we said pre, we said before the show, could it could have just been, it could just be people jumping on it, couldn't it? Um, betting and that sort of stuff. But as we always say, with like the bookies, never they always seem to get it, get it right. If that makes sense, with mm. odds short, and then it's normally there's something to it. And obviously, as you say, Sky Sports Journal just tweeted it's so obviously something to it. Um, don't know really know how I feel about it. To be fair, if I'm being truly honest, in one way I'm feeling like maybe if maybe we could do with a, a change of direction that sort of stuff. But another way I think sometimes I always feel like sometimes the better, better, the better the devil you know, isn't it? Um, that makes sense. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, obviously in the summer he was linked with QPR, um, and he was also at one point odds on favourite again coming in from twenty to one to two to one to go to QPR in the summer. Um, and I don't know if everyone remembers that, obviously, but that was a thing. So for now, at the time though, the only thing missing from that was Sky jumping on it and reporting about it, Joe. Whereas tonight, 
the same things happened today. The odds are short. And as I was explaining to Kai before, you came in the room on the chat um, there. But, you know, it could be just people who have got the hunch and put loads and loads of money into it. And then the odds have to shorten naturally because that's how betting works. But with Sky now jumping on it and reporting about it, Joe, it feels like it's got real traction in the legs, hasn't it, here, mate? And it's, it's a weird one. It's such a weird feeling. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, in the past, I think um, rumours have kind of been played down. I think it was um, rumoured to be going for the Sunderland job, weren't he, at one point as well, and then obviously QPR. But everyone kind of dismissed it, played it down as rumours, and there wasn't really much legs in it. Whereas this time, for some reason, I think everyone's sort of feeling that it could be could be true. Uh, mm-hmm. And like you say, now Sky Sports reported it, you kind of feel, well, you know, they're not going to get it completely wrong, are they? They're going to be sort of um, there or thereabouts. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. A bit like, bit like Kai just said there, you know, I've got mixed sort of feelings. I feel with Rowett in charge, we've got a safe pair of hands. You know, yes, we could argue the football's not great. It's not pleasing on the eye. But he tends to kind of like grind out results. He'll keep us up. We'll be in the, we'll be in the championship under Rowett without any kind of problems. Um, but it'd be the, the same old sort of arguments throughout the season, wouldn't it? People moaning about the way we're playing, we're not playing attacking football, not utilising the players. Um, it's only in the last sort of two games with him playing forward at back that suddenly uh, we're playing a little bit more attacking football and we're looking a little bit better. We're kind of going, you know, it's on Saturday for the, for the Bristol City game with a bit more confidence, thinking we might get a win out up there. And then, and then he drops this, this sort of bombshell on us, you know, and... Um, I think half the fans will be happy to sort of wave them off and say, see you later. But I think the other half will be you know, a little bit gutted. I think a few of them are tweeted today saying, be careful what you wish for. Um, I just hope it doesn't come back to haunt the ones that want to row it out. You know, we end up sort of shrugging this season, but we'll see what happens anyway. It'll be, um, be interesting how it unfolds over the next sort of 12, 24 hours. So we try and join the dots together. Everyone's been thinking about it online and speculating about it. Let's face the facts. And this is stuff that he's also said in the past. And Kai, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you're probably going to know better than me, potentially. Garrett lives in London in a flat, originally moved down three years ago when he took the job. He lived there with Joe Carnell and Callum Davis, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying, this is my knowledge of it. I'm laying the timeline out. And it's to this day, his family still live in the Midlands. Is that correct? Yeah, I think they live in Must Darwin. be heaven for him, eh, Kai? He must be loving it. So, wife, wife and, and the kids there, you know, four, three, four hours away. He's thinking, so, bit, so living the London lifestyle, I remember him talking about the perks of it when he first came down to the den. And obviously, when things were going well, he's like, you know, obviously, he's living with his, his colleagues. He's obviously, they're working, they go away for a few days away from home and they're down in London. They're obviously throwing it all into the, into the gig. Three years nearly into the job now. Um, we must be really approaching that three year anniversary, I'm pretty sure, very soon. Oh yeah, twenty. I think it's twenty second of October, something like that. So, so it. to line it up, obviously West Brom in the Midlands. He's managed Burton before from the Midlands. He's managed Derby. He's managed Stoke. All in that sort Burnham. of region, Birmingham as well. It is. If it was to speculate, and before we had even the Sky report this evening, it's a kind of match made in heaven, isn't it? I suppose for Gary and also he's not unknown to be stepping from one championship club to the, to another before. The case in, in that example being Derby to Stoke City before and kind of being labelled a Judas by them before. So, I mean, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I think Derby were devastated to lose him after the playoffs. I think we're going to lose him personally. I think it's, I, I personally think it's going to happen. I could be wrong. This could age and not ever happen and not materialise. Things could break through. But if you're looking at the evidence and the hard facts there, Kai, it does almost look like it's, you know, if it was offered to Rowett, you'd think he probably would take it, wouldn't you? If, if you had to guess. I mean, yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, if you look at the facts and how, you know, how long uh, clubs Gary's been, 
barring Stoke, where obviously he did get sacked. Apart from them, apart from that, Bur- Burton, Birmingham, and Derby, all around three years, all around the three-year mark, which obviously we are at now. So it does it does sort of fit that timeline of when he does tend to leave clubs. Um, but I think it, it's a strange one. I think probably the reason that we probably feel so. I mean, Joe feels so, so he feels weird about it. It's because we don't go through this like manage managerial managerial like you know merry grow round, do we? Like a club like Watford, who you know it's second nature they have a they have a new manager you know most weeks. So you know, whereas we have a manager for three four years, then we get another one in a bar in the Holloway and Lomas period. We have a manager for quite a while, and then we then we get another one after that. Like it goes for three four years. So you know, it doesn't come around every day. So it's a, it's a weird feeling when a manager moves on from us. So that's probably why it feels a bit a bit strange, but. I mean, it's it's almost a bit. Even if he does go, it's a bit of a shame because he seems like he's built. He seems like he's got this breakthrough now. Before at the back, it's actually start actually quite working. You know, it's worth working, and you know, it's a it's a very it's going to be a great um, allocate. A, we've got a, a large amount of fans going up to um, Bristol City on the weekend. I think we we've, we've got another three hundred and four tickets, didn't we, for, for an extra allocation? So obviously, hopefully, it could be a sellout in the away end. Um, so it's just getting to that point now where you know if we we could start to turn our season around. So it does feel like a bit of a bit of a shame that he, he could be going. You know, on the other hand, do we need a change in direction potentially? Um, but I think as I saw a really good tweet the other day, we'll only know how well Gary has done when he's gone. So you know the the facts are he's got three top half finishes for Millwall, Joe. Um, I think I disagree with the pair of you to be honest. I think he has run his course at the club. That's my obviously personal opinion on it. And I do think it's gone a bit stale. I think the fan base is tink- tinkering on the edge of turning against him. Obviously, you know, two games, of course, you know, against Rotherham and Middlesbrough, two solid performances, obviously a win and a draw. But both of them are out of sorts at the minute in their last five games and both down the bottom of the form table. So who would have known, obviously, if this would have kicked on and actually been the kind of spark we needed? I think for him, I, I feel like personally, like it's probably a good time for him to step aside. And I think he thinks he's probably done a good job at Mill and probably earns the right to go to a club like West Brom where, you know, they're not bigger than us in a sense that we're both in the same division. But I imagine <clears> there'd be more resources for him there, more opportunity for him to maybe spend some money. I mean, I don't think they've got loads of money to splash five, six, seven, eight million on players, but he'll have a bigger wage budget, I imagine, to work with. And obviously, you know, a bigger kind of foundation to work from at West Brom, who obviously were a Premier League club in the last... 10 years so I imagine for him it's he probably deserves the opportunity to try and get a job like that and I think for Mill in particular I think he also feels like maybe it's now's a good time to go maybe perhaps if it does happen yeah I, I agree I think you know from from Rout's perspective and, and I guess for Miles as well I think you're right maybe he has run his course and it, it is a kind of win-win for everybody uh only time will tell of course if it, if it works out that way but you're right I mean there's lots of pro, um pros there for, for Rowett. You know, one, he moves a lot closer to, to his home. Uh, he lives in Derby, West Brom, not very far from there. So he can literally live at home and, and commute in for training and matches, whatever he needs to do. Um, he's got a bit better squad, let's, let's be honest. They've got a stronger squad than, than we have uh, with sort of talented players worth a lot of money. Um, and they're probably a bigger club in the sense that, you know, their their ambition, their aspirations get into the Premier League a little bit more realistic than ours. Um, that's where he wants to be. I think he just wants to have one season in the Premier League. He, he, he may do that, uh, taking over West Brom. Um, and from our perspective, I think we can do with a fresh um, pair of hands sort of taking over uh, over our, our, our team. I mean, Steve Bruce made some good signings for West Brom. You know, Jed, um, John Swift and, and, and a few others that they, they brought in. Um, so he's got some good players he's been working with there that could probably deliver on what he's trying to achieve. 
Um, equally, I think getting another manager in, they might be getting more out of the players that we've got in our squad than perhaps what Gary is at the moment. Um, so you're right, only time will tell. Um, I think if it does go, you know, wish wishing well, um, it'll probably be in for an even more roastier reception when we play West Brom than uh, than Marlon Romeo did when, when he comes. So we're looking forward to that. That'd be quite, quite exciting. Um, but if we make the right appointment, uh, hopefully the right manager who's a little bit more attack-minded can really kind of utilise and, and, and use our players in their, in their best best positions and really kind of get them playing some good football. And you never know, we might take off. We might do really, really well as well. Um, my only concern is, you know, what what would John Burrison do, you know, and, and Steve Kavanaugh? Would they go for a, an easy, cheap option? There's lots of room about Kevin Nugent perhaps sort of taking in because he's doing really well with the under-23s at the moment. Uh, or even Adam Barrett um, sort of stepping in as sort of caretaker manager, or will they try and be adventurous and go to the market and try and get a big signing in, a bit a big big manager name in? I mean, there's lots out, out there available to uh, to take the job on, um, which is something I guess that we'll be looking at next, or if not, if they're not looking out already, I'm sure. You know? Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, we'll talk about who we could potentially come in maybe later in the show. Um, obviously, this still could age and it can never materialise and you'll still be here on Saturday and here's the end of the season for all we know. So it's like, it's a weird one to feel like we're talking about, but it's the hot topic, obviously, tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll just talk about his tenure at Millwall, in a, in a sense, um, for a minute. I, I'm of the opinion, I do, like I said, I think it's it's gone a bit stale. I, I think the fans are on the brink of turning. The atmosphere's not been great for a little while at the Den, in my opinion. Even though we've had a good home form, we've got one of the best in the league still this season. It's a weird position to be in. Like, I think the formation's been one sticking point, hasn't it? And that's been ultimately what's been debated. But I don't think the formation is necessarily the whole story there. I think it's just the style of play, the manner of the performances, and perhaps, you know, the player's not, you know, doing... It feels like at times, perhaps not doing a Mill-esque performance, which we I know the, that's the key buzzword. And a lot of people kind of will probably crucify me for that. But I also think he's, in the last few games, I've noticed he's like on the touchline, he's being quite vocal, he's getting booked by the referees in games. And you can tell I think he's a bit on edge as well, I feel like. And I do think it's come at a time where I personally would be happy to see him go. And like I would be happy to pack his bags and help him go, to be honest. And that sounds weird because he's obviously got three sort of finishes. And on the cold facts of that, I just think it's worth rolling the dice. The worst case scenario is what we get relegated this season, right? Which would be terrible for the club financially. But I think it's worth seeing and taking the risk of if a new manager comes in and offers that kind of springboard moment. If it doesn't happen, at least we gave it a go, I feel like, a little bit. like, And we might get compensation for him. I imagine we will because he's just signed a new contract if he was to go. What kind of figure are we looking at there, Kai? Do you reckon if he was to get... Would Mill be kind of like... Here you go, just take him and give us whatever you can out of your back pocket. Or I guess because we're in a strong position there. I don't know if you know anything about his contract because they didn't really reveal the, the, the length or the terms of it, really, did they? I don't think. No, no, they didn't. I mean, there, I'm assuming there'll be some comp- compensation. There always is for these sort of managers. I mean, um, I was reading a report the other day. I can't remember who it was by, but it was one for um, give us gist of compensation sort of stuff. I was reading a report about uh, Mark Robbins from Coventry. And the reason that no one's ever got in for him is because his compensation fee is so high. Mm. Um, and sort of puts clubs off. So I don't know. I I wouldn't really know what what that sort of that sort of feel would be. But I'm going to see there will be something in there. Uh, you'd hope so anyway. Um, but no, it'd be interesting to see what what will we do. Um, what happens in terms of the compensation fee if there is one, if there isn't one. 
Um, and With yeah, Barrett, I think it, do you think Barrett goes too, guys, or not? Because obviously Barrett's been here under Harris and then obviously with Rowett now. Do you reckon, like, because I think would Rowett want to take some coaches with coaching staff with him? Because, you know, he probably likes the familiarity of a couple of people he's got working for him. Who's he brought in that we've got part of the backroom staff at the minute? Andy Marshall, the goalkeeping coach, he's recently brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, Barrett, who's sorry, mate? Uh, Carn- you got, I think the ones that he's brought in, I think he's Joe Carnell. Yeah, uh, is Carnell still is Carnell still here? Now? Is he, is... Carnell's still here, and you've got yeah. Carolan. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Adam Barrett came with uh, the. I think Adam Barrett was Adam Barrett was there when Harris was there. Harris because he took the caretaker charge of a couple of games yeah. between Harris so and Rowett, didn't he? Barrett would probably stay if he did go because uh, he's not official. Well, he's on Gary Rowett's coach team, but he's not. He didn't come with Rowett to the club, did he? So mm. I don't know. It'd be an interesting one to see. I mean, I assume he take his take his staff with him. I don't know. It's, one that I guess it's one that we'll have to see how it plays out because if he does, then obviously the new manager. If it, that, this is the thing with new managers, isn't it? They, Are we sure Joe Carnell's still here? By the way, I'm pretty sure he left. I, us I, I, I thought he, yeah, he, he quit or he asked to go back up north. Is he? Is, is yeah, this that was, um, that was Lawrence Are you sure Joe Carnell's I'm, still? At the I think I think I think Joe Carnell's moved on. Let's not let's not drink it. I'm pretty sure he asked to move. I reckon, I reckon we've got him here, Joe. Honestly, because I think he's <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joe Carnell left. And I, I could be yeah. mistaken. Should we, should, we, should we Google it? Oh, you're right. Ah, Has he? Oh, <laughs> my right. God. Yeah, he's, he's set make down. Sure, I'm make sure you don't take that one over. I'll keep that one in. The mill starter here is right here. And it's me. You're he's he's human. Kyle <laughs> is I'm human I'm after him. He's not a machine. He's go. human. He bleeds. <laughs> he's cut. Yeah. Because he stepped down in the summer, didn't he? In June. Yeah, so it says here, he stepped down in 3rd of June. There you go. Um, so he could spend more time with his family. Yeah. So um, maybe right, so let's let's, envis- family, let's envisage a world that Gary Rowett gets the job, right? Mm. I imagine he'll want to take some staff with him in there because he won't want to go on his own and work with the staff West Brom have got there. I don't know how many people have left when Bruce got the sack. I know Bruce has a couple of people he always takes with him. I'm pretty sure he's got a quirk where like two of his coaching staff, Steve Bruce, are both called Steve and he always takes them with him. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure there's some sort of story that I remember hearing before on a podcast somewhere before. But I imagine Rat came to the club with Cam Davison, Joe Carnell, and they were the three of them together. It wouldn't surprise me if he maybe tries to go back for Carnell, then maybe he might say to him, do you fancy a gig in the Midlands? Maybe if it's close to home. Close to home, yeah. yeah. But then he might still want an assistant manager because, you know, he's, mm. Cam Davison's not available. Could there be? I know, obviously, we're talking about Barrett, but could anyone else maybe step to the side, Kai, and go with him? Do you think? Or I mean, there, there is a case. Obviously, if Barrett's been the assistant manager with him, he could potentially. I don't know um, how well they work together, the pair of them. Obviously, they seem to have a good relationship, and they work together on the on the, they, on the side they, line. They seem to have a good relationship, so potentially, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I don't think he'll get Davidson back. Um, he's he's doing well. well that, that's the one, wasn't it? That's one we worked really well with, didn't he? Originally, yeah. and then Barrett was kind of given to him because he inherited him. What was yeah, interesting yeah. is I think Barrett was rumoured to take a manager job on, wasn't he? If I don't remember, about a year or so ago. South for some reason, Rowett sort of talked to him to stay in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you like to think if he's done that, he, I'm sure he's done it out of desperation. He's done it because he obviously enjoys working with Barrett. They seem to kind of have a good you know, energy between themselves. So who knows? Let's I think talk about, so with Rowett, I'm sorry to cut in there, but obviously right. like we, we got Alex Aldridge back in the summer. And it was muted that Rowett wasn't, you know, we, we all know, obviously, he's still here. And obviously, I imagine he's, you know, he's happy to work about it, Aldridge. But the rumours were, if it was to believe the rumour mill, he wasn't happy about Harvey Bustle getting the sack um, mm. and getting moved on. And then, obviously, then Alex Aldridge comes in. And obviously, you know, from Millwall's point of view now, to be a bit selfish, this could be the chance for Millwall to 
I imagine have a short list of managers that they go, this is what we want to do. Because John Berylson and Aldridge, they all made a big fuss when he came in. Kavanaugh did too. We want to get a mill philosophy, a mill style into this club. Mm. And it might not mean the mill way we talk about, hard work in 4-4-2, two wingers and all this. But there's probably core elements maybe there, Joe, that maybe they look at and go, we want that in the manager. Maybe this could be the opportunity for Mill to maybe headhunt someone that fits the profile of someone they're looking for. Is this maybe yeah. an opportunity potentially? And, and, and equally, Omar, I mean, anyone that they bring in, a manager, I'm pretty sure majority of them will have an assistant manager in mind they want to bring across with them. Yes. Yeah, so, so, maybe sell titles without the old and maybe well, in the new. I, I, I think if you're going to get rid of Rowett, you've got, you got, you got to get rid of Adam Barrett as well. Yeah, And do a way to get a clean, a clean break. Let's start again. Let's start new ideas, fresh ideas. Let's, let's try something different. Um, and it is a bit of a it is a bit of a gamble. It, it does feel like a bit like Russian roulette here because I, I do feel whoever comes in, doesn't matter who the manager is, we're either going to push on and do really well with this, with this crop of players, or we'll go the other way and we'll be fighting relegation this season. And who knows what could go down? I don't think there's any kind of middle ground there. Um, and, and that's how I see it. And, and like you said earlier, Obi, we only know how good Gary Wright was. Uh, with, with the next sort of 10, 15 games without him being in charge, let's say, because that will give us a better an idea, understanding of the capabilities of our players. You know, for all we know, they, they can go on and, and absolutely smash it this season without Gary Rabbit. Maybe they're not playing for Gary Rabbit. You mm. know, that, that, there's an argument there that they're not playing for him. Um, or on, on the reverse side of that, we could concede loads of goals, be be all out of sorts offensively, lose games. You know, yes, we'll, we'll be playing attacking football, we'll be losing games, uh, see lots of goals and we'll have a terrible season and go down so it's really sort of difficult to sort of tell i wish i had a crystal ball just so i can sort of like see into the future and see how things pan out but um if you come out with a lottery numbers for me that'd be great if you come out a lottery yeah. numbers as well. <laughs> but yeah but like i said go back to your original question you know i i, I personally will see yeah barrett leaving as well yeah i can't mm. see why why you want to stay um we, we do need to kind of get a, a, a fresh manager in there with fresh ideas and a fresh fresh team really we miss so one by the way we, we miss one we, oh, he brought Robinson. in Paul, uh, Paul Robinson, didn't he? From uh, Robinson, uh, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So he brought yeah. in the one from Birmingham, the one I think. Paul Robinson also it. used to play for West Brom, though. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can have that Paul Robinson back, yeah. can't we? We keep our Paul Robinson. We keep the real, the real Robbo. So this is what I was going to say because with that, I suppose in a sense, um, would it not maybe be a case for perhaps? You know, we're talking about Barrett maybe going. Obviously, I suppose the club wants someone to be there, but you've got Paul Robinson there. You've got Andy Marshall come in, who knows the club too. Um, you've got obviously Kevin Nugent in the 23s too. So there is a Mill identity in there and some kind of consistency already there mm. that a lot of clubs like to keep. So with that, maybe with Barrett, you wouldn't be surprised maybe see him go and join right at West Brom, I suppose. But who knows? He still could be here on Saturday, the manager, and this is all just bogus and they end up getting Chris Wilder or some foreign coach. So it's hard to say. But mm-hmm. what I wanted to kind of talk about, which I think would be quite interesting. And I'll put you both on the spot of this. So, you know, how I said about Millwall identity that, you know, Alex Aldridge come in, Kavanaugh and Berylson said this is the chance then to stamp our authority. If you were the Millwall board or you were one of the three directors involved with this decision and what we get afterwards, if right it goes, what would be your three non-negotiables that fit a profile of a manager? So, for example, for me, it would have to be play the young players. We're in South East London. Millwall fans identify with one of our own, not necessarily playing for the sake of playing them, but you look at Danny McNamara in and out of the side this season, not say so he should play every game, but you know, there's a player in there, Tyler Bury, Billy Mitchell, you know, perhaps even Alex Mitchell at St. Johnston is a potential to bring him back in January and 
go and get some of these players in. The championship's a hard stumping ground, but that would be one of the non-negotiables for me, a philosophy, so to speak. This is like a question. And then also, what, like that'd be my kind of one. But then, what else would you be looking for? Would you be looking for a team that plays f- on the front foot, direct football? It's kind of a hard question. But like, what, what would, maybe it comes to you first, John. That what would be like your two or three non-negotiables that a manager coming in after right if he was to go would yeah. have to be getting into the mould at Millwall. I think first things first, you got you got to think what do the fans want. Mm. Yeah, at the end of the day, the fans, you know, put put money in. They're they're they're, they're turning up week in week out, home and away. And you've got to please the fans. I think if you ask the fans what do they want, they would want, you know, attacking football, definitely play the back four, no, no more back three or five, what you want to call it. Uh, and, and yes, you know, give 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 some of the youngsters uh, a chance. We've got some really good youngsters coming through on the under-23s at the moment. Um, you could argue it's probably a little bit too soon for one or two to sort of break into the side, but there's no harm, perhaps a few who kind of make it onto the bench uh, and get some action, you know, this season. Um, but it is, it's is about playing attacking football, play on the front foot, um, play the back four. I don't care about the system ahead of the back four. You're going to go 4 4 2 or 4 3 3 or 4 2 3 1. Ultimately, you've got to play the back four. And, and like you say, Omar, give the youngsters a chance. You know, give the likes of Bury you know, lots of game time, McNamara, um, you know. Who else? The you know, 21s, are, well, look at them this season. They won five or six games out of seven or eight, haven't they, in, the, in their league? No? Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. that's like Kevin, Kevin Nugent as well. I mean, he's doing a great job the own 23s, isn't he? And um, and to be fair to him, he's he's quite lucky. He's got some really good youngsters mm-hmm. um, playing in that team. I'm sure Kai's probably seen more of them than, than, than us um, all. But um, he's got some good youngsters there. And, and more importantly, they're playing attractive football. Uh, I'm not quite sure... Whether Nugent is playing again, Kai might be the answer. This one is Nugent playing the same formation that Wright wants. Quite often, what you find if a manager is stuck on a system, he wants the youth manager to play a very similar system and style of football to almost kind of educate the youngsters coming through as this is what we want to play in senior football. Um, so, it'd be interesting to see what tactics Nugent's playing. Whatever it is, it's a lot more pleasing on the eye. The scoring goals, the winning games. And they're, and they're playing for him. So, um, what's what's your thoughts on that, Kyle? Have you see much of the under twenty threes and Nugent style of management? I think they play a very similar style. Um, the only thing I'd say, I think they have, they potentially have, um, obviously with Abdul Malik on the on the wing, you've got um, on the other side Nana Boateng. Um, players like that when they're when they're like that they're, they're... picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app there's nothing quite like a McDelivery at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Quick, obviously. Yeah. That probably that formation works a little bit better. Well, on the counter, you mean, like on, the, on a sort yeah. of counter attack? Very yeah. much so. Ab- Abdul Malik. Um, Abdul yeah. Malik and Boating are obviously very quick. You've also got another winger that I can't remember, can't remember his name now. But, mm. uh, but yeah, they when, they when they break, they break with pace. 
Right, and okay. that works because you know they they tend to uh, well they've been they've been very good this season in terms of um, scoring lots of goals, mm. and I think that's probably why it works so well. They've just got that that really good outlet. And they've got that um, fight in them as well. Quite often you, you you hear them sort of, you know, drawing, you know, games and then last minute getting the winners or yeah. being one nil down, come back one, two, one. You know, they've got that kind of passion, that fight about them, which yeah. is good to sort of see, which we probably don't quite have as much in the in the senior team. So um who who knows what happens? I mean, if Kevin Nugent gets gets the gig um till the rest of the season, I probably wouldn't be too disgruntled with that. Um, but like I said, I think there's an opportunity there at the moment to kind of go out there. And, and, and source of magic. There's just so many managers available. Uh, you can always kind of take your pick, can't you, at the moment? You, yeah. ne- you bring me neatly onto that subject then. So I said that we'd talk about managers. Yeah. Who would be your number one target then, Joe, if you uh, wow. said... You know what? While, while, while I was waiting to uh, sort of get on, on, on the show, um, I was just sort of running a few sort of names down and dropping a few sort of names. I thought, let me write three or four, four names on there. I think I'm up to about 12. Things <laughs> at the moment, and some of them are, are a bit kind of like one of the mark. You think, yeah, I can't see it happening, um, but there are some sort of realistic sort of targets in there as well. So you look at you know the players that are kind of the sort of manager story that I think is a little bit out of our reach at the moment. Everyone keeps talking about Sean Dyche, and I think yeah, you know Sean Dyche will be, will be great for us. He'll play the back four. I think his football will be a little bit defensive, a little bit kind of hit it long. Um, and we may not enjoy the style of football, but he'll probably get results and probably do really well. That's if we can sort of get him on board. Um, otherwise, there's, there's there's people like you know Scott Parker. Um, again, could be a bit expensive for us. No. Um, <laughs> Roy, Roy Keane, you know, Roy Keane's available at the moment. He went for the interview with West Brom. Yeah, I think he was favourite at one point, but now he's sort of ten to one. I think you know. So it'd be quite interesting. Well, you can see, you saw what Dennis Wise done, didn't we? He came down to Mill or how he kind of captured the uh, the, the hearts of, of the fans. And the First three have been some interesting shouts here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, sure they're, they're not my number one. They're not my number one. My number one, and um, I, I don't know, I, I think we, we, we might have lost him now, actually. I think he's going to um, to Wolves, I heard, is that Rob Edwards. Um, so he's a good sort of young up-and-coming manager. I thought he'd done really, really well. Uh, coming up uh, Forest Green and stuff like that. and and he, he got the sack at Watford didn't he for he wasn't there very long I think it was only for like 10, 10 games but he won three uh, and sort of drawn and lost the others and um, he didn't get much of a chance there uh, another another name I really like is a young manager called Kieran McKenna over at Ipswich at the moment very good. Very uh, good. I love his stock I love the fact he sort of come through uh, sort of youth Management. I think managed under 18s at Tottenham done well there. May United done well at under 18s. Got into the coaching uh, set with uh, United. Not having any real kind of senior manager experience, he's had a first sort of taste of it at Ipswich and completely transformed uh, the club really. And and and, and they're sort of lying sort of second in the league, didn't they? In league one and, and uh, sort of played some really good attacking football as well, which is which is good to see. So um, there are lots of um, lots of names there. But if if I was to really sort of pick. Here and now, if I was on the spot, I would go for Sean Dyche. You know, he, he's got the, the the affiliation with Millwall as a club. He's a experienced Premiership manager. He knows how to get teams into the Premier League. He'll make us sustainable. He'll make us hard to beat, and it might be suited to to our, our players, our fan base, and we we want to play. And he gets Millwall. He gets our fans. He knows what we want, and I think he would uh, be an excellent uh, sign for us. I actually watched a podcast with Sean Dyche on the Lab Bible, I'm going to say, a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, mm. And it was interesting because they asked him the question, like, you obviously are holding out for a Premier League job. And he's like, no, not at all. Like, you know, I'm open for any opportunity. I do think personally, he's probably, if you, he's got to say that, I think, because, you know, you can't shut the door on any prospectus club. But I do think he's probably looking for a Premier League gig. Is Mill too far of a step down for him compared to what his, prop, his stock might be? Potentially. I, I always worry with the idea of selling up, sell, selling up to managers. I'd rather managers sell up to us, if that makes sense. I get haunted with the idea of Ian Holloway because I felt like we sold the club to Holloway and sold him the dream because we really wanted him, and which is fine, but we got that terribly wrong. Terribly, terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. We've always succeeded when managers are like, you know what, I'll take Millwall and I, I really fancy this. Rarick came in with the whole dossier and saying he wanted this, 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 and he believed he could take us on. Instead of us going to Rowett, going, Rowett, this is what, you know, we really believe you're the man and this is why. So it's, mm. it's a hard one. And I, I don't know if Sean, I agree with you though. Sean Dyche fits the profile of Millwall in a nutshell. The fans will get behind him and love it. And the, the mm. club will be like, this is a massive appointment. And, and, and he, get, he'll get, he gets us, doesn't he? I mean, the Millwall affiliation too, hasn't he? So like, exactly, it, it, yeah. it does make it seem a bit more achievable. I, I, I think if he was interested and wanted the job, I'd probably go for someone like Chris Wilder. Um, See, it doesn't, it, the thing I, is with that I, is he doesn't fit in my philosophy of saying like, mm. you know, you play plays young players because he, he didn't really do that too much at Sheffield United. However, <clears> he, <throat> he, he, can, he can get a tune out of a formation similar to Rowett's, which is the only thing that I'd say going for That's it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, but, I, or I'd go for a young hungry manager. I'd go for, Schumacher has been mentioned a lot at, at Plymouth. Um, yeah. McKenna's a great shout. I forgot about him, but I think McKenna yeah. would probably be thinking he'd want a bigger step than Ipswich to Millwall because he's going to get well, Ipswich. I, don't know. I mean, it's, it's a decent step for him. I, I, I just think McKenna hasn't had that long uh, in charge of Ipswich. I think if I was in McKenna's shoes, I'd think, you know what, I want to see out this season. I want to try and get on my CV, get Ipswich up to the, to the championship. If he does that and a, an opportunity comes up to manage a, a very good championship team or even a, mm. a premiership team, then that would be the next step. I think he's his project's not quite quite done yet, is it? You know, I've always liked um, Liam Manning as well, the uh, yeah. MK Dons manager. He, yeah. He's done really well last season there, um, mm. and I think he's got a good affiliation with Premier League clubs. Like, if another ambition that I'd say is Mill to attract young Premier League loanies. Like, I think that's something where we've always done well mm. as a club if we've got good loan loan players in. Obviously, that's like you know you don't want, you want to sign players for the future too. However, I think if we got a manager in that has a good affiliation with a Premier League club or you know, a club that's like obviously can send us these young talents that they've got sitting around, burning around, doing nothing. I think that's also something we need to be looking at, which is why, like, if you get like a coach that's been involved at the 23s, like Kevin McKenna, for example, at you know, United, mm. he was assistant to Solskjaer or Manning, who I think was at West Ham before, and maybe Man City, um, in their academies and stuff like that. I think that's the angle you've got to be looking for. Mm. Um, but if he was available, Chris Wilder, I wouldn't say he's my number one pick, but he would fit the mould for what I think we'd need in the short term. Mm. I, I agree with you to a point. I think he'll get. Yeah, I agree with you to a point. Omar, that he'll get he'll get results and he'll probably do fairly well. A bit like what Rowett done, really. He'll make us fairly sustainable. I, I think also he's a bit more of a attacking manager though than Rowett personally. I don't. I mean, again, I think it depends on the players you've got. I mean, he'll do everything that Rowett's tried to do, and unless he brings his players in, that's going to fit into the style of what he needs. Um, I can't really see him succeeding much. To be honest with you, we haven't got the players that can play that system. We kind of discusses on previous shows, haven't we? Our wing backs are not really that attack mind that can, you know, create goal scoring opportunities for our forwards. And you need that with, with wing backs. And our centre backs are not mobile. When you look at when he had when he was manager at Sheffield United, um players like Ball, is it Ball, Borders or, or Borden? Oh, Bashloom, that's it. All these players, yeah, even their centre backs were making runs and 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 under 
you know, under playing yeah. the, uh, the wing backs and it, it, it was action. You know, we haven't got the players to sort of fit that system. Um, and I just feel, again, go back to Daesh again a little bit here. If I was in Daesh's shoes, you know, yes, he's not going to do it for free. Yes, he, he, he does this for money. But I think he's earned his money the last few years at Burnley. You know, he's done, he's done reasonably well there. And mm. I was, I would think secretly, I think say inside him will probably say, you know what, I'd love to give that a go. Even if it's for a, yeah. for, for a couple of seasons, he's still a young manager, to try and get back at Millwall, give us an opportunity to sort of work with us to try and get us up, up the division or get us in the Premier League. If he, if, he, if he tries and he fails, he gets close to it, gets in the playoffs, you can more guarantee he'll get an opportunity to manage another Premiership side or a, a big championship side in the next sort of two years, you know? Do you know who we've not mentioned yet and was on Sky Sports News this morning talking about how he wants to get back into management? If you see no? Uh... Don't tell me it's McCarthy. No. Steve Morrison was on Sky Sports News. Oh, don't. So I, I'm yeah. with you guys. I don't think it'd be the ideal choice. I would love to get Steve Morrison on as, as a, an attacking coach for us. He's keen to get back into assist, Even like an assistant manager. He's obviously, well, John Belson got a lot of affiliation with ex-players that became managers, right? Obviously, mm. Kay Jacket, we loved forever. Neil Harris then obviously played under Belson as the chairman, then came manager. I could see a world, maybe not him being appointed now. I can see a world where he gets appointed now as well, which would be like, I'd lose my mind over it, to be honest. I'd be like, what the fuck? But I can see a world where we appoint a manager, it doesn't work out six, seven months later, and then Morrison comes in to take us on a League One journey. I, I think we're not far away from that, to be honest, either. Which is Do a- you think maybe he could be a good signing for us, Morrison, in that you know maybe Cardiff wasn't quite the club for him? They didn't get him, he probably didn't get them. And maybe him coming to, to us, it could be like a match made in heaven. I mean, maybe I'm just sort of fantasising a little bit, you know. It would be up here or it would be down here. There would be exactly, yeah, exactly there. <laughs> but you, you can see it in our kind of perverted minds, can't you? That, yeah, Morrison comes in, the fans loving it, the players loving it, you know, playing attacking football, fucking get, you know, going for it. And then everyone kind of gets behind it. Definitely it definitely gets some sort of reaction. I don't know if the fans would love it from the get-go, though. That's the only problem. You, I think you need you want the manager to be, like, backed from day one. I think mm. right was, in a sense, where, you know, he got the results early doors and, like, the, the positivity was clear to be seen. I think if Morrison yeah. was appointed, like, yeah, like, everyone would be buzzing, like, internally at the club, I think. Because he, he obviously yeah. got really gone well with Kavanagh, Berylson, probably Alex Aldridge, too. He probably ticks a lot of boxes to come in. It's scary. It's scary. It's so scary. And I think... I don't think we're far away from it as well, to be honest. Like, I could see a world where Mill put the interviews in for a couple of weeks, don't really like what they get, and we could end up with Steve Morrison as the sort of put, put him out of the draw. There yeah. you go. I but you know what? I, I think it's important we get a manager in that's got a, a, a good connection with the fans. Mm. Um, I think Neil Harris had that that connection with the fans. He, you know, again, he, he got the fans. The fans respected him. He respected the fans. Um, I find with, with Gary Rowett, there's a bit of a disconnection there. It's important yeah, to have it, that connection too. Yeah, it, it was a bit, it was a bit weird sort of route, weren't it? The way the way he was, and um, yeah, Jacket was, was a connection with Jacket. I think all the managers sort of succeeded here had a good connection with with the Mill fans and with Morrison. Even as a player, we never really had that connection with him. Yeah, there's lots of kind of arguments sometimes, and him kind of giving shit back to the fans, us giving him shit. Although we rated him as a player, he did really well for us. I just don't know how much the fans were warm yeah. to him. His um, CV will definitely be going in, though, if the job comes Whereas, away. again, I know I keep going back to it, but Sean Dyche, 
you know, he he's he's a guy who's very very passionate. Yeah, you know, he 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 gets the Millwall fans. He played for us. He captained us at, at times. You know, he he gets it. And I could just see that being a really really good signing for us. But will it happen? I I don't know. I, I like to think that Sean Sean has been around for a little while now. He's probably looked at a couple of jobs, been turned down for a couple of positions he's gone for, and he's probably thinking, you know what, fuck it. I want to go for Millwall. I'll take a bit of the pay cut. I'll do this for 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 two years. See what I could do with them. It'd be, it'd be a fun journey, whatever happens, and it might lead to, to a bigger role if I don't go up to Premier League with them. You know, what was the last manager take like that kind of a, a drop? Because it is a drop, Premier League down to a mid-table ch- a championship side. Is that, Chris is that Wilder, been, sorry, would be Chris Wilder, wouldn't it? But then the thing is, Wilder was there for a season and a half at Sheffield United, like in the Premier League. If that makes sense, he was there mm. for a few years, obviously until League One to the Premier League. But like an established, established Premier League manager. I think he managed yeah. early for nine years. Seven of them were in the Premier League. So like, you know. That's good, yeah. Reputation. And, and also, Mark, add to that, to go to, not just going down the division, but going to a division for a club that ain't got no money. Correct. Nothing to play with. It's not like when Parker went to Bournemouth and he had all that money to spend. You know, yes, it was a step down for the Premier League, but you got a chance yeah. to have a couple of And again, his CV wasn't seven years out of nine in the Premier League. Sean Dyche doesn't get his anywhere near his respect he deserves, I think, in my opinion, for the job he done at Burnley. Wow. Obviously, everyone appreciates the job he done, but because of the stigma of Sean Dyche's Burnley, he yeah. got, you know, even the youth, I think you said earlier, like, it's a long ball. A lot of it was like, you know, up and out, and don't get me wrong, but there was like, times good players in there that done a job for them and yeah. kind of shot and took them to European football, even, I think, they had the season in Europe. So, it's hard, but... I, 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 I Steve don't... Bruce. Yeah. Steve Bruce. So Steve Bruce managed Newcastle, didn't he? I wouldn't take Steve Bruce personally. I I would, but I'm saying talk about managers sort of gone down. Steve Bruce, um, you you got him. You got he had a few years in the Championship here or there, didn't he? I think in Wednesday. Yeah. There's not, not too many though to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think that's why that's why it feels unobtainable. But the only thing that going for us in that scenario would be he used to play for us. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't us, it. If it wasn't Millwall. If we we're just if we we're any other team in the championship at our level with our budget, our players, he would not even give us the time of day. But equally, yeah. I think there's lots of championship clubs at the moment that look at Dyche and think, you know what, we could do better than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, we know what you're about, but we want. Someone who's continental, we want someone who can play a bit more attacking football, be a bit more creative or whatever, you know. And they probably sort of dismissed him a little bit, thinking, well, we know what your capabilities are and we feel we're, we're above that. You know, we, if you look at the top size of the championship. Um, well, I just think with Millwall, I think it's just suited. I think it helps us. We help, we help him. And it, it, and it ain't going to be a long-term thing. It may just be a two-year thing, but I think it'd be a great two years under Sean Dyche. You ready for one more name just from complete left field that has you know no substance at all? Julian and I'm beating four games in League Two under Neil Harris. Actually, funny enough, I was saying this earlier about is, Harris. Is there, is there a world where Neil Harris finds himself coming back to Millwall? <laughs> I, I can't see it happening. I think even if you look at social media, I mean, everyone kind of jokes about it, but I don't, I don't think there's one person I've ever heard of social media say, Yeah, I love. Neil Harris back again. Again, it's doomsday scenario, but isn't they, it? But they're we're in a doomsday position here. We're in a good position, it feels like. And we should be excited about potentially... We should be. If also, also, we should we be, should be we, should, we should hire aspirations as well. Mm-hmm. Why, why not? Why should we settle for, for low to medium? Let's 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 punch above our weights, but let's see what we can get and, and go out there and get, and get the best manager in charge. What, what's the situation with, with um, Alex Ray? I know he's a system he's, manager. He's system the moment, Reddit, yeah. Would he not be a good signing? I mean, again, you know, a bit more attack-minded... 
Uh, he's been doing quite well un, un, with with Paul Ince with uh, with Reading at the moment. The sitting sort of sitting. It strikes me as someone that's always like being number two because obviously he's gone around with. Yeah, but he hasn't really had yeah. number one job, has he? I don't think. No, but yeah, Kai, you was going to say um, you was about Harris. You was joking about that, but you, you got something to add on that one? Yeah, I've got a couple of good. I've got a couple. I was thinking about a couple of names earlier, actually. God. And um, you were talking about earlier about Premier League with you know being part of a Premier League club who you know could potentially loan us players. And he has already done a really good job in the championship, and that is Neil Critchley. Yeah. yeah now, yeah. back at Villa with Gerard, but he has done a good job there uh, at Blackpool previously. He got him up to mid table. Another one I've, I've, I've already mentioned, Mark Robbins. Um, I like his football. But the last one I'm going to mention, I don't know how many fans would know him, um, but it's Sutton manager, Matt Gray. I like Matt Gray. I was going to mention him earlier because I've always he's said he's done a like brilliant him. job at Sutton. Mm. He's done a superb job. I just wonder whether maybe it's worth a risk in terms of getting someone like that in, maybe. I don't know. He's good with good youngsters as well, isn't he? He's, he knows how yeah. to kind of bring these youngsters through. And, um, Isaac Alafe. Yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe he brings the best out of Alafe for us. Is that a jump too big, though, would you, would, you, would you argue? I mean, it's different for, for a player to spot. Yeah, when, when we signed Morrison from Stevenage, it was kind of like, yeah, massive jump, but he, he did well. But I think for a manager, is that too big a jump? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think it, it's probably it's a gamble, mm. but I don't know. It, it's one of them things, isn't it? It's a bit like it's a bit like Deitch. For him, it's a gamble. For us, it'll be a gamble to get Gray, wouldn't it? But, it wouldn't surprise me if we end up like that's what's that with like, <coughs> someone like Matt Gray. I don't, I don't know if, maybe not him per se, but that, that mm. similar thing. Because I do think if if right was to go, we keep saying this because assuming he's going to go, but it feels like he's going, but we don't know for sure. I'm, I'm well, hoping we can drag this shot as long as we can, yeah. and, then, and then one of you goes, "Well, just." Just had yeah. it announced on Sky Sports. Get around with it. He's packed his bags. He's off. No, I think with I think we might end up with a name that we might not expect because I do think there's going to be a vision in place that mm. Alex Aldridge and Co are going to be ready in if this happens. Um, I don't think we're going to go for a big name we, unless it's like someone like Dietrich fits in with the idea of a middle way. Otherwise, I think we will struggle to find that kind of name out of nowhere. I think it will be what? a. Ticks this box, ticks that box, ticks that box. Yeah. Let's go for him. What about Danny, Danny Cowley? Yeah, maybe. He, he's doing reasonably well at Portsmouth. I mean, yeah. I thought done, to be fair, I thought he did a right at Huddersfield, to be fair, and before he, he kind of got a sack, what, a couple of yeah, seasons. Yeah, you get so. the with him, don't you? Get two for the price. <laughs> Was it, is it like Bross, is it? You've got, you got Matt, Matt and Luke. <laughs> well, well, one's all right, the other one's a bit of a twat. Yeah, well. well I, think, I don't think Nicky's the greatest one, is he? I mean, Danny and Nicky you've got, aren't you? But I don't mm. think, I think Nicky's a bit of a, He's a bit of a rogue guy, I think. I've, I've done. I'm is not he? sure, but yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, I mean, you, but the thing is, one one person we haven't mentioned, and I know Burrow looking at him is so, like you could get a rogue pick, couldn't you? Like a Michael Carrick, because obviously Burrow, yeah. Burrow, I've had talked. John to Terry, Michael. what about John Terry? Is, is he around? <laughs> yeah. God. It'd be weird, but I mean, Bria Ferdinand. Yeah. Well, it could. Be, or we go for a coach in the Premier League. That's like yeah. you know, someone that. You know, one of these Premier League clubs that's coaching, then maybe fancies a manager's gig. You, you never know. Might do like what Pep did with Arteta. Might go for someone like Arteta, maybe. That's what I mean. Yeah. It could and be. You just got to wait five years for him to come good. That's the only problem. It's, <laughs> it's just yeah, probably does if you had all or nothing, though. I don't think. When have we got like three, three years? Have we to wait for him to come good? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, but I think we'll probably start to wrap up. But uh, one last word on Gary right? Kai. Anything? If 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 he goes, I mean. What's, what's your score prediction for Saturday? We've not spoke about Bristol City away, but... Is that with or without Gary Rowett? Yeah, well, I mean, let's go both. Back, if, back Bill, if, Bill, if Gary Rowett's not in charge on Saturday, what do you think the score's going to be, Kai? Oh, <laughs> well, and then the yeah. in charge instead. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I think 1-0 either way. 
regardless of who's with yeah, the man. Yeah, I reckon we'll that with a really big crowd. I think we'll do it on Saturday. <laughs> Go on, Joe. What do you reckon? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I wish I knew whether, whether Rout would be in charge or not. But, I mean, Bristol City aren't doing too good. I think they won the season. They 2-1 against mm-hmm. Preston. Last, last minute, they got a winner. Okay, so they, they score goals. They've got that Narky Wells up front who, who seems to be banging a few goals. He scored Lyman. six goals yeah, this season. So he's, even though he's about 32 years of age, he's still still doing doing business for them. Um, but they're conceding goals. And I think they've only, this is their first win the last six games tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So their form's not great, although they've got a win tonight. Plus, I think they're going to be a little bit leggy by Saturday. It only gives them a, a few days to, to recover, where we've had a, a whole week to recover. Um Again, it's just so hard, though, knowing, not knowing who will be in charge, you know. I mean, you know, if, if Garrett Rowett's in charge, I can see us with a back four, hopefully plays a back four. We can go out there. I think we can win, you know, 2-1. If Garrett isn't in charge, then fucking hell. <laughs> Take your pick. You know, it could be 5 nil to us or we could lose 5 nil, couldn't we, you know? I see a world where if he's in charge, we, we, we lose 2-1. And if he, if he isn't in charge, we're in 3-0. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know it sounds as crazy as that is bogus, but I just suddenly like, I don't know. Well, no, no matter who's in charge, even if it's Adam Barrett. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, maybe yeah, I'm, just, I, I'm being silly now. I'm only messing, but it's only a bit of fun, isn't it? But yeah. I do think like, I could see a world where like he goes and the shackles just come off. I know it sounds stupid, but it's like You know what? Year. It doesn't give us much time, this between now and Saturday. Let's be honest. Let's say Gary Barrett no. gets announced... I know we try and drag this out a little bit more to show, but let's. I reckon if he was to be announced, but it's like this guy's out tomorrow morning. In the next five minutes, he won't be announced tonight. If he was to be announced, I reckon if he gets announced, it's by five o'clock tomorrow after the afternoon. Right. Let's say that's that's announced. Let's say he takes Adam Barrett with with him. What what the club going to do is be too soon for him to appoint Paul Robinson and Andy Marshall and Kevin Nugent take the team on Saturday. No, Mill performance. We win three 0 Tell you no. right now, roll back the years to when we got promoted at, in 2010. David James and goal Ashton Gate. We win three 0 Robbo got one that day. Dan Wall got one that day, and I think Kevin Lisby got one that day. Roll back the years. Let's go. That's it. We win three 0 Ashton Gate. I'll tell you. And I'm getting a ticket last minute if we get if we if he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what? I think in all seriousness, I think Kevin Nugent will probably get the gig. It'd be a short-term thing. You know, it'd be like Kevin Nugent come in and let's say he comes in and he takes over the team on Saturday against Bristol City away and we end up winning 3-0. What what would you and the fans be thinking at that point? Would you still be looking at Sean Dyche and another manager? Oh, I definitely was. Would you? I think, I just think we need, I think the club... I think the fans, of course, like you say, if we're in three 0 and you know the results speak for themselves, the games come thick and fast. And you know, there's a game next Wednesday as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So like, you might get a couple of shots at the at the job. Like you're right, but I think fans will be thinking, right, here's our chance to go and get a name and and get someone in. That's a new chance, a clean slate. Because out of the old, in the new, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And to be fair, it's not too dissimilar to um, uh, the time when um, before what's his name, Mark McGee got the gig. At mm-hmm. um, at Millwall, I think it was it Ray Harford. I think it was a temporary in charge. I think so. And yeah. he he was getting some good results. At that point, you're thinking, well, just let let him carry on. But then they, they brought Mark McGee in, and he kind of inherited that. So if Kevin Nugent does sort of take over temporarily, we get a good result, then great. But let's get him back to the under twenty freezing. Let's let him know he's sort of you know craft again. And like you say, let's get a, an established manager in there. It's going to sort of take us to, to the next level. Steve Morrison to get Mill promotion at Wembley this later season. I can't, I can't see that happening. 
You've been living in dream, dreamland. No, never. I don't, want, I don't want Morrison, by the way. I'm yeah, just, yeah, I'm going to punch up with one of the Mill fans, weren't they, like before I that like, I like the joke, and we'll ruin his day for him when we win at Wembley again. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. Kai, thank you for coming on today, mate. Um, well, hopefully, we might have another show out tomorrow at this rate, if he does go. I mean, this could go anyway. That's good, couldn't it? But uh, that's that's like, that's for a Sean Dyche. Yeah, well, that's it. We'll see. Cheers, Kai. Cheers. Thank you very much, Omar. I appreciate you. It's good to speak about it, wasn't it? Like, you know, yeah. you have, you have remember, I, I, can you check, Kai? Sorry, <laughs> is, it, is it being out of shit? before, before, uh, before uh, yeah, yeah, pressing yeah. the stop button. Yeah. And also, Kai, remember, if um, if if you do speak to Rout on the weekend at the game at Ashton Gate, don't ask him about Joe Carnell and what he thought about his, uh, his improvisation into the game on, on the weekend, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. And Joe, thank you, mate, as always, for coming on as well, pal. Thanks, mate. It's been a, been a pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Cheers, guys. We managed to get 50 minutes in the end there. So hopefully people have listened to the end have enjoyed that. Um, if you're new around here, be sure to like the video, subscribe if you're on YouTube. And also be sure to uh, check, check us out on Twitter, at that meal Pod, and on Instagram, TikTok, all that shenanigans. Find us on there and basically subscribe and like. Cheers, guys, and see you soon. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.